Welcome to On Common Commentary with Carol. <laughs> Why did you say With Carol? Corey. <laughs> and okay. welcome everyone. Yes, welcome. That was a rough Carol. intro. But we are here to tell you that we have episode two um, in action right now. And we, this episode, we have some catching up to do. Um, but first off, the last episode ended with Corey hanging up the phone rudely. So I now, had to go. Yes, you had to go, and you didn't want to tell the crowd that you had to go. So the first question is, Corey, what is one of your very favorite phrases? What do you lie? Right. And where did what do you allow come from? Nobody says that. Nobody. Besides well, you. My father does. Um, the story goes, that's how he would ask you how you're doing, what did you do, um, what's going on. It's kind of his lingo of saying what's up. I guess when he was growing up, that's what they said was just what do you allow. What do you allow? So could you just give me an example of when you would use what do you allow? Okay, say you're sitting on the couch, I walk in the room, I say, what do you allow? It's like a greeting. Like, okay. what's up? Interesting. And what about, okay, so do you use what do you allow on a daily basis? Mm, not anymore. I feel like I used to. You really don't? I thought you used to say it every day. Well, here's the thing. Carolyn, I go and phrase it or like stages where I like use a saying way too much. And then I go in these like little sections of life where I don't say them anymore and I find something else and then I rotate through them. Oh, you know, Corey, I'm actually, we're actually very similar in that, which I never knew that we are similar, but I go through phrases and my phrase currently is truly, I say truly for everything. Uh, Clay's podcast um, recommendation actually was for me to stop saying truly so much. That, uh, well, that was his suggestion. So that's just what you should know. Shout too out. bad this isn't his podcast. Yeah. If you would like to follow his podcast, it's called Finding Love in the Age of Netflix and Chill, I think, or something like that. Okay. So, Corey, people need to know. They have no idea who you are or they don't know who I am. So we're gonna just take a few minutes and we're gonna describe each other. That could be your first impression. That could be what you think their job is during this global pandemic. You know, it can be anything. Do you want me to describe you first or you describe me? Yeah, you go first. Okay, good. So I think that's, that was kind actually. Let me, guys, let me tell you guys who Corey is. Corey McBee is from Tennessee. And he lives with my middle brother, Joe. How many years have you guys lived together? Two. Two years? Okay. So for two years, um, I like to talk on the phone, we all know. And so I would call Joe and I would say, hey, Joe, what's up? And he wouldn't say any, he wouldn't have much to say, but he was always with Corey. And Corey always got on the phone and never said anything. So my first impression of Corey is that he was very quiet and but also a little bit funny but also he was just kind of a redneck from tennessee that was actually my first impression of you and um 
what was I? Oh, and his job right now is literally, he works at um, a Young Life camp called Clearwater Cove in Missouri, and he just mows grass. That's his whole job. Would, Corey, how accurate was that um, ex explanation of you? It was, a, it was a good summary, I think. I, I do think. What important part of your life did I miss? Nothing? I don't know. I think you hit it. I, I don't like talking about me, so like I thought you did great. Yeah, I think that was. I, I mean, you definitely were skewed on some of the things, but overall, it was pretty close. Okay, so take take the chance and describe me. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. Okay, uh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> okay, what was your first? Do you remember meeting me for the first time or talking to me on the phone? Because that's probably what we did before we met. I remember listening to you on the phone and thinking of the first, the thing that comes into my mind, the first impression of you is the song by Taylor Swift, You Need to Calm Down. <laughs> that's that's, that's not, what I think of. That's not a song um, by Taylor Swift. Yes, it is. You need to calm down. No, it's not. I'm looking yeah, it at it right now. You can look it up, but it's real. Oh my gosh, it actually and is a real song. <laughs> yeah, I speak the truth. Um, so so your first impression of me was that I needed to calm down. Yeah, I was like, you just need to chill out for a second and get your bearings in your head and just stop talking. Yeah, do you, um, do you know what helps me to calm down? <laughs> talking. No, no, essential oil. Honest to goodness. <laughs> there's a blend. Quit to quit. There's a, there's a blend. Quit it. No, there is a blend quit. of peace and calming. And that actually calms me down. Carolyn is a school teacher um, in Virginia um, of first grade and loves her kids a lot. <laughs> I know her because of Joe, her brother, that she already spoke on. Um, and yeah, that's Carolyn. She's a school teacher. She talks too much. Um, loves her kids. She teaches. How do you know that I love my kids that I teach? That's actually extreme. It's obvious. How is it obvious? Because you talk about them. Is it because I send them hugs in the mail and you, that's, guys, in case you're wondering why this podcast started, it is because I sent Joe a long distance hug in the mail and Corey was a little upset that I didn't send him a long distance hug in the mail, which why you would I send? You didn't send anybody else in the house a long distance hug except for Joe. But, because Joe is the only one in the house that I would give a hug to. <laughs> Humbug. <laughs> Nobody says humbug. I don't know why you wouldn't send a hug to everybody in the house. Well, first off, I don't even know Garrick. Sorry, Garrick. One day I'll meet you. Okay, back to the real point of the matter is I didn't send him a letter in the mail. And so for the first time ever, Corey called me. He didn't even have my phone number saved, right, Corey? I believe that is true. No, it, it is true. You don't even have to believe it. It is true. So he called me and I said, Corey, why are you calling me? And he said, well, do you remember what you said? The, the message I left you? No, you said I had two hours to waste and I thought you would talk on the phone to me. 
for two hours. That's what you said. Well, that's what I assume because you need to calm down sometimes, but I felt like I would give you a shout out. So, yes. So the point of the matter is I, in that conversation, I said, Corey, I'm 10% joking, nine, no, 90% joking, 10% serious. I want to start a podcast during this um, pandemic. And you said, okay. That's how it happened, right? I feel, like, I feel like the listeners need to know that I am somebody that if you say something and you're like a little bit serious, I'm almost down and I will start to try to wrap my mind around doing it. Also, we should tell everybody that don't you like a good challenge? I do like challenges. Also, a little bit what made me want to do the podcast is I don't like talking a lot. And I feel like this has given me a chance to talk and answer questions and like be more vulnerable and like answering questions and learning how to navigate conversations. So I feel like this is like a life. Um, kind of a teaching tool for me like I'm learning a lot through this so it's not just funny it's actually helping me as well I'm genuinely speechless I have no words that I don't have any words I'm glad that it's helping you I it's also hilarious for the listeners for some yeah so uh, killing a lot of stones birds with one (laughs) that's the wrong phrase but close enough okay so I'm glad you said you like answering questions because we have some questions to answer. Um, so that was some of the, some of people asked, they emailed in um, to uncommoncommentarypodcast at gmail.com and they asked a question. They wanted to know who we were. So we gave mm-hmm. you the listeners what they wanted, but we actually are dedicating the rest of this episode to food because our um, sponsor of today's episode is, we'll talk about her in the end, She's incredible. She's a dietitian, and she wanted an episode about food and beverage. So, Corey, my first question about food is, could you please tell the listeners, what is your normal eating schedule during this pandemic? Well, so I've been trying a different kind of eating schedule through this whole thing, and I've been intermittent fasting, so I don't eat when I wake up so I don't eat breakfast and I start eating at noon and I stop eating at eight so like I usually have a couple meals but it also gives me the leeway to eat more or eat less depending on how hungry I am through the day but what I've been doing is I eat at noon I'll eat a meal then I'm usually going to run or what or work out and then I'll have a smoothie after that and then I'll usually eat around six or seven another meal and depending on how hungry I am I'll eat again or try to eat again before eight but if I'm not hungry I just don't eat again so you what time do you wake up is it a long time before you eat your breakfast 6 30 and then I don't eat till noon you wake up at 6 30 even during the pandemic yes I can't <laughs> like I literally I don't know I think it's just from waking up early in the past that like my body wakes up at 6 30. Oh, yeah, because your real job is to go to camp and take care of the grounds of camp, right? Yeah, and mow the grass, as you said. Yeah, that's all you do. Mow every blade of grass. Just kidding. I'm sure there's With, with a pair of scissors, every yeah. blade. We know that's what you do. Okay, so 
You would say, interesting. I actually would say I'm pretty similar, but not because I am intermittent fasting. I don't, I didn't know that those words until now, but basically I wake up not at 6.30. I wake up at around seven each day and I am not hungry until like noon. Well, actually I'm hungry at 11 and that's when I make my breakfast. So I actually made a breakfast graph. Corey, what is your favorite breakfast? Since you don't even eat breakfast, what is your favorite breakfast food? What do you eat at 12 o'clock, breakfast or lunch? Lunch. I don't eat breakfast. You don't eat breakfast at all? Like you never- I used to, but I don't eat Eggs? I like eggs. Sometimes I'll cook eggs, but I eat them with other things. Usually when I eat, it's literally a rice base with what potatoes, onion, oh. rice base. <laughs> a rice base. A rice base. Okay, a rice base. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's funny. <laughs> rice. A rice base. And then potatoes, onions, vegetables, sometimes sometimes an egg in there, you know? Yeah, you know, actually, Joe called, do you know what Joe calls this? A food bowl, yes. A food bowl. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. That's what I eat every time I eat. I just eat a ton of that two times. And then I have my smoothie in between somewhere, depending on when do physical put, activity happened. Do you put um, a meat in this food bowl? No, I'm, I'm like trying to be vegan. So you're telling me, and you're telling the whole world that you only eat from 12 to 8, and you're being a vegan. Well, I'm trying to, yes. So now, don't get me wrong. No Sometimes. Meat? No dairy? No dairy. I don't like the dairy. Oh, do I like meat. But no dairy. But I try to eat as little dairy as possible. Oh, did you know? Actually, I really don't know if you know this, but Joe knows. I have um, self-diagnosed seasonal lactose sensitivity, which is, so during the summer, I have to watch my dairy levels. And why not during the winter? Because for some reason, it only is the summer that it impacts me. I think that's mental. No, it's not mental. It's I, I think it's all in your head. <laughs> It's not in my head. It's arguably in my stomach. So good try. It's all in your head. Is there not an essential oil for seasonal lactose? Um, no, but actually I'm really excited because the only essential oil I haven't used for my starter pack is Digees. It's an essential oil blend. Do you know what a blend is? Do you? It's a mix of multiple things. Yes. So the Digees has multiple different oils in it. So I also wanted to tell you, so what is your favorite meal? The first right food bowl, the smoothie, or the second food bowl? The favorite meal is the one you are closest to. <laughs> so today it would be the second food bowl. Because it's, you're about to have the second food bowl. But if we were doing this at 7 a.m., it would be the first food bowl. But if we were doing it after you worked out, it would be the smoothie. The smoothie, correct. Um, Corey McBee, would you say you're pretty healthy? No, I'm not healthy. Wait, for what you, the way that you talk about what you eat, it sounds like you're eating pretty healthy. 
Okay, let me um, elaborate on this a little bit. When I cook the food I'm eating, it's healthy. I don't always do this. This is just if nobody's going to get food, if we're not out and about, or you know what I mean? Like, if I'm stuck at home, this is what I'm eating, and this is how it's going. Got it, gotcha. So if you go out to eat, what is your favorite meal? That should be the real question, because when you're at home, it's different. Here, I have a very strange take on food because I like all food. You like and that's, food. That's why when you asked me my favorite meal of the day, I said the next one. <laughs> because I don't care what it is. I don't like being hungry. So when I'm hungry, that next meal is my favorite because it makes me not hungry. So you don't like being uncomfortable is what you're really telling us. I don't like being hungry. <laughs> I love feeling pain. You, you just said you love feeling pain? I love pain. Pain is good. You are honest to goodness. I do not understand you. So why is pain good? Because if you feel pain, it means you're still alive. <laughs> oh my gosh. It means you're still alive. Okay, so your favorite, okay, can you, we understand you don't cook a lot but if you do you i don't like to cook well good thing you live with joe vickers basically a cook he don't cook me food all the time he cooks his food we all cook our own food okay so, we're independent people we cook our own food interesting but that's another thing like living with a bunch of people like eating times is hard because everybody's cooking at once there's only so much space oh yeah i actually really really feel you on that i only have two roommates but i also live in an apartment and not a house so like when i cook i'm like okay i'm cooking i'm gonna be cooking for like two hours and make the next like two meals where i've got them in the fridge and i can just take them out and put them in the microwave mm reheated leftovers we don't yeah. in general don't really like leftovers also and like part of that is i don't like cooking so i'm like okay i'm gonna cook this time and i won't have to cook again until two days from now at this time you know right 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 okay let's talk about wait one more okay i'm gonna say my favorite foods in just a second but do you drink water i love drinking water do you drink ice cold It's water? literally all I drink. No, I just put it in the bottle and drink it. You drink room temperature water? Yeah. You're kidding me. It does the same thing, Carolyn. No, it don't matter it if it's does. hot or cold. It does matter if it's hot or cold. And do you drink well, You should call the dietitian. <laughs> I'll ask her. I really will. Straw or no straw? Uh, I drink way too much water with the straw. I have to pee like every three seconds if I have a straw in my bottle. Okay, well, so I guess that for the rest of the world, the average people, they that don't drink water. Yes, that if you don't drink water, you should drink out of a straw because because yeah, you drink way more. Okay, but you have to pee every three seconds. I kind of find that to be a lot. It was an exaggeration. <laughs> AKA a lie. 
It's fine. I exaggerate all the time. Hashtag, if you really knew me, I exaggerate a lot. <laughs> Hashtag retweet. Actually, that's really true. I exaggerate a lot too. Um, so my favorite food, I know you're not going to believe this, but truly it is using essential oils in food. And I'm going to read you this because I know you don't believe me. Adding a drop or two of your favorite vitality oil to water throughout the day is a great way to stay hydrated. It is a calorie-free replacement. Take that. Adding essential oils to recipes is a great way to get potent and unique flavors in your favorite foods. So the point of the matter is essential oils are literally useful in all aspects, even food. So this leads us to our next question. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? You sold me on not putting the essential oils in my food because it adds no calories. <laughs> if I'm eating, I need the calories. I want extra calories. Why do you want, you're literally the opposite. You are just such a boy. You are such a boy. Okay, well that makes sense because I am a boy. But why, you know, some people like to drink water with a little bit of grapefruit in it because it tastes better. I like to drink water because it makes me hydrated so I can perform. You are an extremely practical person, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I would say I'm an extremely... If it's not practical, why are you doing it? Because, you know, some people get enjoyment out of things like drinking water put a little bit of grapefruit in it and you get enjoyment out of drinking it. People don't just, just drink things to hydrate themselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's right. So if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Whatever's free. Okay. <laughs> that's cheating, but also that is- How is that cheating? Guys, no, I said one type of food. Not you can't just say whatever's in front of you. Like if you had to pick one food. Oh, if I had to pick one thing, it would probably be potatoes. No way. You're lying. I am not lying. I love potatoes. Do you eat a potato a day? I probably eat five or six potatoes a day. No, you do not. You I put them in every food bowl. Whether it's sweet potato or regular potato, there is at least two in every bowl I eat. Where do you, do you buy potatoes in bulk? Yeah, about the 20 or 10 pound bag, sorry. Okay, I have never bought a tomato. I mean, potato. <laughs> I mixed up the words. Um, I, I truly don't remember the last time I bought a potato. They're good. No, they're not. Potatoes have no taste. Well, if you can't remember the last time you bought one, then you probably don't remember what they taste like. No, I do. I know what they taste like. They taste like nothing. So you don't like French fries? No, I, I truthfully do not like French fries. You are un-American. I am actually Canadian. Thank you. Just there is nothing more American than a French fry. That is not true. What about a hot dog at a baseball game? That's pretty American. Nope, not as American as the French fry. You're saying they don't eat French fries in other countries? Nope. You're such a liar. Only here in America. Okay, besides potatoes, is that really what you would have if you had one food for the rest of your life? It would be potatoes? Yeah. Okay, mine would... They, they're full of carbs. And you like carbs? 
I love carbs. Carbs, calories, fill because me up, give, give me energy to run. Yes. Speaking of, did you run today? Or are you still I hurt? Uh, I, I'm not feeling great, but I do plan on running later. I'm going to run two, two miles today. Okay, good idea. Not, what are you actually potentially training for? Do you not want to say? A marathon. A, a marathon. marathon. But you kind of pushed it a little too hard and now you have to slow down. Huh? Yeah. Okay, so, well, good talk. Oh, my favorite food is our eggs. Eggs are just definitely the best food. They're so versatile. Potatoes, what can you do with them? Chop them up, eat them the same way. You can, you can eat, eat in so many. You can eat, you can eat the potato roll. You can Ew, eat the potato no. fried, which makes the French fry. You can mash it. You're telling me that you have eaten a raw potato. Yes. No possible way. I, I don't I don't see how this is shocking. There many people have eaten a raw potato. No, do you know what I do with potatoes? I you make... wash it off, cut it up, put some salt on it. It's great. No. No possible way. I don't believe you, and I'm gonna ask Joe, and he won't lie to me. Um, I mail potatoes in the mail. Did you know I've done that before, Corey? You've mailed potatoes. Yes, I've actually mailed like seven potatoes. You can write on the potato and tape stamps onto it. And oh no, that is a waste. Wait, why is it a waste? You peel a potato, you do not eat the potato peel. I do eat the potato peel. Why? That's why you wash it off before you eat it. I'm mailing you a potato. You think no, I'm that is wasteful. How is that wasteful? It's hilarious. There is people that would love to have a potato to eat. Yeah, not me. Don't mail me a potato. I'm not. I'm gonna eat the potato. Right. So you you eat the potato, I mail you. Maybe. It depends if it's rotten or not. There's gonna be Sharpie on it, so maybe you shouldn't eat it. Okay. Are you kidding me yeah no you have do to not write. do not mail me a potato you have to write on the potato to mail it you just wait one day you're going to open up your mailbox and you're going to be so genuinely shocked because there's going to be a potato in it you can put it no, I, no comment i'm done talking about this <laughs> next <laughs> so this is a good time to talk about our sweet sponsor for today. Um, our sponsor is Megan Hart. She is a dietitian that resides in Richmond, Virginia. And instead of asking a question that we could answer, she just preferred that we dedicated an episode to food and beverage. And so, Corey, what do you dedicate this episode to? What, what food and what beverage? Uh, potatoes and water. Of course, you're such a plain guy. I'm gonna dedicate this episode to avocado toast with everything but the bagel seasoning and Lainey Vickers tea. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had avocado, avocado toast? toast? Yes, you put- How do you even make that a toast? I'll tell you, you put a piece of um, Dave's friendly bread. What's it called? Dave's 
something bread. I don't know. I can't think about it right now. Dave's bread. You put it in so the toaster. there's bread. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you made it, it sound like you were just toasting avocado. No. And then you put the avocado on it and then you put a fried egg on top and then everything but the bagel seasoning. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yes, of course. I don't toast avocado. I am not that. I thought somehow you had coined this avocado that you have toasted this piece of layer of avocado and you were just eating that. You thought I was eating kale chips, but avocado chips. Yes, but toast, because you said toast. Right, right, right. Well, okay. So that's what I dedicate this to. Megan, we hope that you appreciate this episode. I actually um, socially distanced walked with Megan Hart today, so that was pretty cool. Here's what we have to tell you. Um, Corey, what is our new sponsorship? Do you remember what it's called? Scaled. Yes. And what does scaled sponsorship even mean? means we're donating 10% of it. No, that's not what that means. No. Oh, my gosh. Scaled sponsorship means... You can donate $5 instead of 10 where the other ones have been 10 Yes. So for $5, you get a handwritten letter and... Um, no well, shout-out. No shout-out. But for $10, you get a handwritten letter and a shout out and maybe even a whole edit um, episode dedicated to you. For example, Megan donated $10. She got it. But also Corey, tell everybody what we're doing with the 10%. We're going to donate it. Yeah. Do you know who we're donating it to yet? I don't think I do. I think, you know, no, actually I don't know. So oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's the sponsors, they actually get into an elite group message. Um, Corey doesn't know about this yet. Corey, how do you feel about group messages? Mm. Subpar? Eh. Mm. Eh. That's okay. That's a weird noise. So you, eh. to be part of a group message, it may be on iPhone or it may just be on GroupMe, but you get to help decide what 10% is donated to. I'll tell you what, if somebody donates 50, I'll join the group message. Somebody has to donate $50 for you to- Then I'll be in the, then I'll be in the group message. Oh my. I think that's fair. So I have to do all the work until you get $50 donation? I just think it's a good way to maybe get somebody to sponsor $50. Who knows? <laughs> Okay. You don't know till you try, Carolyn. Okay, you know what? You're right. And if you donate $50, Corey will send you a personal video of himself saying thank you. I will send you a handwritten letter. You will get an episode. And Corey will send you a video. Is that right, Corey? Yeah, I'll record a video and send it to somebody. Yeah, that's right. So basically, here's the thing. We still need questions. Um maybe think of funny questions that you really genuinely want us to figure out the answers to, please email all questions to uncommoncommentarypodcast at gmail.com. Okay, Corey, do you have anything else to say? Uh, we'll be seeing you Tuesday. See you Tuesday. <laughs>